Welcome to the Short-Sighted Podcast, where we talk about all things human short-sightedness, in particular myopia. Today we're talking to Gina, who has been making significant improvements to her eyesight already. She's gone from minus 6.5 diopters, which is quite a lot of myopia, to minus 3.75. Noticeable gains, and we'll talk about those now. Okay, I'm Gina Williams, and let's see, two years ago, I was at a minus 6.5 and a minus 5.75. It's been a found Jake through a friend, and we've kind of been on this journey uh, together a bit. Um, And today, or in December, I had a a doctor's appointment, so it's doctor verified. I'm at 3.75 and 3.0. So good progress over two years. I'm 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 happy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what was your first reduction? Did you just you went down? You said half doctor. Yeah, the first one was actually uh, three, like because I did the measuring with the centimeters um, over like a week's time, all different times a day, and I just took an average, and so I immediately went down to five point seven five and five point zero. So that was three quarters right off the bat and then within it was okay i i did um i did take the advice of going around without glasses for as much as i could for like almost a wasn't really a whole day but it was close you know as close as i could do um i think i did it like on a weekend um and so that made a huge difference and that's a trick that i still use um in order to like if i've been inside and i just need to like kind of start over I'll just take my glasses off for just a few minutes sometimes and it helps me get back to being able to see well when I go outside or you know that makes a huge difference there's something about your brain that just goes nope like if you switch mm -hmm. directly from high adopters to low adopters where just nothing works until you like just reset that whole thing yeah what did your optometrist say about all this is it the same one that that's been Doing the measurements so that it was a different one um and i was mm, i don't know i guess i was like i was a little worried that they were gonna i don't know i felt like they were gonna yell at me or something <laughs> so i kind of tried not to say anything about what was happening um and uh but over time once we got started you know i kind of said yeah you know i've been um working on my eyesight and i'm kind of curious to see what you get as a reading and something that came out of that appointment which was really interesting and i I, okay i started with glasses when i was 10 years old and so i've had them kind of forever since i was a kid i've been having my eyes checked every year or two whatever um something that no one ever told me or that i i never recall anyone telling me was the difference between right darker and clear or not or fuzzy when you're getting your eyes checked and that was something that she she said well if you want to really make sure that you're not you know this isn't overcorrected or anything and she said you know she wants to as well make sure that you're not you that you're making that distinction oh so that's just a this is just the last measurement or is this i'm curious if this optometrist is aware of the the reductions she, not she wasn't at the time that she took the measurements but i told her afterwards <laughs> she was okay with all that yeah she was fine with it she you know and i kind of told her i kind of was like chuckling like i feel like you're gonna like 
you know, I'm going to be in trouble or something. I don't know why I felt like that. Um, but she just said, she kind of made an excuse like, oh, well, you know, you're I'm over 40. And so apparently <laughs> things happen with your eyeballs when you hit 40. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so she just kind of was like, oh, you know, things change, whatever. So that's amazing. I love that about our, our human biology is that as we get older, the one thing that seems to improve is our eyesight. According yeah. to optometrists. According to optometrists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Couldn't In the same appointment, I though, she told me, even though I didn't need reading glasses and I was above 2020 with, like, however they measure your reading glasses, she said, I think you should really start so yeah, that it's not, it doesn't trip you up when, yeah. when you need them. Yeah. That's why I buy crutches too, just in case my legs start feeling weak. <laughs> right? You can hobble around. It's a great plan. Maybe just take these pills home just when you get depressed later. You'll have them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was very, uh, it was a curious, uh, I don't know, experience. Yeah, the, 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 the fascination with symptom treatment. My dad's a medical doctor and he loves pills more than anything. He's a very intelligent guy and he's obviously very well educated, but like statin drugs, like preventing heart disease, he loves those things. And whenever oh. I send him studies of how that's really not a good idea, and by now there's really extensive ones, he's, he doesn't want to see it. He's just like, no, right. you're going you're gonna to die because you're not taking these. You're going to die. <laughs> oh, so I think well, there's we, a mentality there. We all get to choose, there. I guess. <laughs> Too. So on the on the on the reduction front, was there anything noteworthy? Two years, right? Yeah, two years. As far so, as so, um, let's see. Well, it's supposed to be like what a quarter every um, every couple months, every a quarter, <laughs> less just less than a quarter. Yeah. Um, and my it was, I had another big jump after that first that first um, diopter change down to 5.75. Then I went down to 4.75 really pretty quickly in only a couple of months. And I don't know what to attribute that to. All I know is I was really practicing the active focus at the time um, I had uh, gotten, I had not listened to the fabulous Jake and I had gotten a half diopter lower um, and was, I think I was spending a lot of time outside and I, I don't know if that's why or what, but um, that was really, really quick that I got down a whole nother, like three quarters of a point or something. So, yeah. And we talked before we hit record. So we're already, we're already way ahead of this whole conversation, but yeah. you did say that you were reducing a little bit faster with, with half diopter reductions. But then, we learned why Jake says don't do that <laughs> because then I, it was like six months and there was just nothing. And, and I had still had gotten, or I still had like, cause I was like, Oh, well that worked, you know, why? I don't know, Jake, what does he know? He's only been doing this forever. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. And then nothing, 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 nothing for so long. And so then I refreshed my, my blog reading and said, oh, yes, that's probably why. And so then I got the, the quarter step down and what? It was only like two months later that I was seeing that quarter step better. 
I wonder what that is because you said you were oh, afraid right. to get in. Hmm? No. <laughs> yeah, let's catch that. Make sure we catch Sorry. that on film. I wonder what that is because you said you're 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 almost scared of the optometrists for getting in trouble, right? Like there's this yeah. this authority that they have. Right. Where I, on the flip side, I can say things till I'm blue in the face and nobody listens. Like, is that? Am I joking too much? Is it that I don't have the title? Like, what is the thing? No, I think you're going against a societal truth, right? Doctors are right. That is our societal truth. That's what we're taught from at least, you know, maybe this is shifting. I think it is to some degree. But um, but there wasn't, growing up, there was never, you don't question the doctors. They're the doctors. And so when you're pushing against such a deep-seated belief that people don't see it as a belief, they just see it as a truth, there's a lot of, that's an uphill battle. Yeah, it is. Then again, nobody listens to me in general, so that's all good. <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> It, it it does take a lot of the pressure off because at least I don't feel responsible, right? Like I, right. there's myopia and it's huge and it's growing and there's all this stuff, but I'm, I still feel like, eh, not my problem really because I know people <laughs> don't listen. And like what you did, like you have your own experiments and then eventually you come back and you're like, right. at least you know where to find the answers when you realize that the self-experiment is not quite working out. And I don't think it wasn't, it wasn't, at least for me, it wasn't even a, a purposeful, like, oh, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It was I just, but it wasn't it at all, right? It was just because I had read through a lot of the science and I had, you know, come to realize that, oh, I think this guy kind of knows what he's talking about. Um, so it was just, I don't know. We all, we all have to make our own mistakes. I think it's part of human nature to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. I have a four-year-old and he's figuring this out by himself. Yeah. Making his own mistakes. My, so now, how long have you been at the minus 3.75? Where I'm at now is um, just December. Yeah. Well, that was, it got, um, it got uh, verified by the doctor in December. I think I switched in November. I don't have that notebook in front of me with all the crazy measurements. <laughs> so now you've got another month or two of these probably. Yeah, but I don't know if this is something that other people experience, but the first thing to that I notice and why I said that I, I felt like I was back, I could kind of woken things up and, and that was beginning to make more progress is that my normalized are starting to feel strong. Oh. And you so do I chart with them? Like, no, I have not with in a while. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. I also, just a lot had of the doctor tell me. <laughs> a lot of advice I offer, I also didn't follow myself. And if I would do this all over again, I still wouldn't follow. Like, if somebody told me to print on eye chart, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's I have great. an eye chart." But I did buy one, but I didn't use it lately. <laughs> How, how often should I use it? That's a good question. You don't need to. Like it's, it, it's kind of handy for a frame of reference because yeah. when you say that your glasses are feeling too strong, it gives you that bit of extra data where you're like, is too strong 2020 or is it 2015 or is it 2012? Oh yeah, that would be good. You know, That's a good time, like kind of trigger time of when to use it. Yeah, and it gives you more context 
right? And especially yeah. like, you don't have this problem. And if you've already made several adopters of progress, there's no real need for this. But sometimes it gives you a, a data point that's less subjective. Right, because right. you're like, okay, at this point in my progress, I could see, say, 2015, half the line of 2015, and that felt strong. And now if you have a log, and if you're stuck somewhere in a future point, you can go back right. through the log and be like, okay, I was here, and then what changed between where I was at then versus where I'm at now. So these yeah, things yeah, are yeah. not really that relevant till what I find sometimes people start questioning themselves or they're not making progress or they're in a place where they're trying to troubleshoot, but they can't figure out how. And those are yeah, the moments that makes candy sense, to have. Right? Yeah, You're giving yourself more like um, uh, ammo to, to figure it out when you get stuck or have trouble. Yeah, because then sometimes people come to me and they're like, it's not working anymore, right? And I'm like, well, let's look at your log. And they go, well, I don't have one. And then yeah, yeah. you can still do it from there, but then it's more work because you don't all that the reference experiences that you had, all the things you learned, you didn't, you didn't catalog them. So now you don't have them to help you figure out where yeah. to go. But again, in your case, I don't think it's a big deal because as long as you have fairly steady progress and there isn't any crazy astigmatism or crazy adopter ratio, then for the most part, I think from where you're at now to getting back to 2020 is mostly just going to be repeating the same thing. And practice. Right. Like, I mean, that's what I call it. The active focus part, like taking the time to make sure that you're paying attention to that. And what we were talking about before we hit record is having the glasses be clear enough to where most of the time things are clear and there's just bits of blur because then you'd be way more tempted because you don't want to default to, to blur. You want to default right. to clear. Because then the blur will be noticeable. And even if you spend six months being busy and not wanting to focus on this stuff, you're still like, I'm trying to read the coffee shop menu and I can't read the third line. And you will do active focus. As opposed to when things are always blurry, you're already used yeah. to asking for the menu. You know what I mean? Like the, it's the right, little, right, right. little things that, that add up to the, to the habits. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, part of the reason, and I don't know, this is an interesting... Um, Maybe it's interesting. It's interesting to me. It's a question. Um, so at your computer, right? Working, whatever. Have to, time to go outside, take a break. Um, everything's a little wonky there for a bit. Uh, and what, that's what I mean about practicing is like making sure that you're getting up and going outside and giving your chance, yourself a chance to get clear at a, you know, at a distance. And that too is like an initial habit building thing because for yeah. example, if you, for, if you take a month and every two hours, just as an example, you get up and yeah. you spend 10, 15 minutes at a distance. If you do that for a month or two, it becomes something that your eyes will just tell you if you stop doing it. People have, yeah, and people yeah, yeah. have told me this so much that I'm pretty much accepting that's just what happens is even my eyes. If I have a three hour limit, after three hours, my eyes just hurt. Yeah, and, and isn't that funny, right? We well, most of us, how we all went around with all of this stress on our eyes, and we couldn't couldn't even feel it. Like it didn't it didn't hurt then. Yeah, right? yeah. If you used to, and now, like, if you try to wear normalized for close up, it's just oh yeah, probably, it's so yeah. painful. Yeah, it takes a long time to get used to those crutches. 
and they yeah. say, don't ever take them off. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the main thing is like you air towards clarity. And with the, if you build a good, if you're in this zone right now where you're like, okay, I'm going to build a good close up habit. Then when the too busy time happens, you're still going to maintain that habit, especially when you go outside. I mean, you say things are wonky for a bit. There's yeah. a difference between wonky for two minutes and wonky for a half an hour. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. if sure. you spend eight hours binging on Netflix after a giant weekend hangover, that wonkiness is just not going away at it all. Takes forever. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, because that is ciliary spasm and you can experience it. And the next time you go, okay, so that wasn't great. Right? right. Like I can, I can now feel the result of it. And then you, it's much easier in the, in that longer term journey is if you have the right habits set up, because then you won't, you're less, most people who are at the place you're at get all the way back to 2020 because it's a, just a habit based. Approach. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm so excited. Right. I am. That's awesome. It's going to be it so, is. it's going to be so nifty. Be able to wake up and see stuff. What? It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Still, <laughs> I haven't worn glasses in so long and I still have moments where I'm like, crap, I left Where's my glasses. Where's my glasses, right? Yeah. <laughs> still, still to this day. <laughs> yeah. And also because you said before we hit record that you are trying to save the plastic, but part of the fun is buying the next lower correction, right? And maybe yeah. picking a different frame. And it's just kind of, it's like a, you make that part like of the whole reward thing. kind of, right? Right, because then that becomes also part of the routine that every three to four months you have this treat, right? And especially yeah. if you make something else around it, like some kind of mini weekend holiday or whatever the, the thing may be, because then that reminds you every three to yeah. four months, it's time to make that reduction. Right, right. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Or buy one of those not hippie background things you got going. <gasps> Isn't that amazing? You know your viewers are going to love it. I love it. I should have one. I wish I had one. <laughs> okay, that's, I think that covers it, right? That's kind of it, right? I think so. That's all we're going to tell them. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. That and Jake's super awesome. And that was our episode with Gina. I hope you found it useful, inspirational, helpful on your own journey recovering from high myopia uh, hopefully maybe one day you yourself will be on this podcast talking about your 2020 gains ideally having recovered all the way back to 2020 this for me who's reversed at all minus five dot to high myopia and i'm always excited to hear these stories and share these stories with you that's it for this one talk to you again soon in the next one